you can eat. Yeah, we'll be fine. We're wingers. We're I, good at winging it. I wing it like my eyeliner terribly. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I have the same. I just uh, wing it on the eyeliner. Just winging it, man. <laughs> Story of my life. Hola. Hello. <laughs> How come, oh, I forgot to show you. I started working on it. Oh, neat. Sorry. I'm trying to do us a cool planchette. Like for the Ouija board, the little thing that you scoot around. Yes. I didn't know it was called that. Candace, of course, did because she's a bookworm. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> Working on merchandise. I cannot wait. Yes. I cannot wait. Very. So, Jeff is very excited. I posted one little shirt thing idea that I had, so I got a couple of likes on it. So we definitely want to do that one. Yay. Huzzah. I am excited. I can't, I'm excited. I know. So. I'm excited. I am. So, anyway, hello, what are we doing? What's happening today? Where are we? I don't even know where we are. I know we're outside of St. Louis somewhere. We are so not... Way not there yet. Well, we're in southern, we're in southern Illinois. Southern Illinois, okay, gotcha. Yeah, because the last episode we talked about the most unbothered cryptid <laughs> ever. <laughs> the anteater yeah, ape thing? Yeah, like the anteater ape thing, the Tuttle Bottom <laughs> Monster. Even the name, the Tuttle Bottom Monster. Yeah. It just sounds like it would be playing a banjo. He's, it had on some overalls and a banjo. Exactly. In like a straw hat. And he's like, bing, yes. bing, bing, bing. Just completely unbothered. He's just like, I'm just going to sit here. Play my banjo. Play my banjo. Drink my Coors Light. Mm, mm. What do you need? Yeah, leave me alone. What can I help you out with? Leave today? me the fuck alone. But no. <laughs> so what are we doing? What's happening? So... Jeff, I don't know if y'all know this, but Jeff is dying for a good UFO story. Yes, thank you. I need to so, be abducted by aliens right yes. now. So as I am more ooky spooky, ghosts and witchy things, um, Jeff is totally not of this earth. Yeah, no. no. I love alien shit. Yes. I think it's fun. So how I knew... And I don't know if Jeff remembers this story, but how I knew that Jeff was going to be my best friend was about a year or so after we had met, after we'd known each other, when I just kind of moved over on the, the team. team. And Jeff told me he had a dream about me. And the dream of him in outer space, and we met, meet up basically at a space shop. I remember mall. this! <laughs> It was it was like a space thrift shop. <laughs> yes. And I, oh my god, I told like I remember. It's like a memory. It is. It's, no, I mean like it's the, for dream. the dream. Yes. Yeah, I, I, you told me. I how forgot much. all about that. You're welcome. Holy crap. <laughs> it, I can see it in my head. Yeah. That's what's weird. No, it's like totally fucking kick ass place, and yeah. it was just a fun dream. Like it wasn't. No, I just happened to it show was, up there. Yeah, we were just like in this space, like freaking. Um, uh, it was a thrift shop, basically. It just was full of space junk that mm -hmm. you could buy and, and do yeah. whatever. And it had all, you know, the alien weirdos and whatever. Oh, it was so fun. Was uh, really and cool. I don't remember if you said I was there with, because I think that was before I had Reese, but I thought. No, I think Lorelai was there with you, yeah. if I remember right. It yeah. Was, but, but it was pre. Pre-Reese. Pre Pre-Reese, yes. It was definitely pre-Reese. Yes. So, oh my God. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. And that's how I knew. I was like, this guy. That was a good, <laughs> that was a good dream. I remember that being fun. Yeah. That is fun. really cool. And that's how you knew we would be friends. 
forever. Because we went space shopping together. Yes. For space junk. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Oh, I love that. So, in my search for UFO stories in this area of the country, I'm just, it was honestly kind of hard for me. It seems like where you're more on the east side of the Mississippi, uh-huh. it just seems to not be as easily located versus sort of the west side mm. of the country, kind of more deserts and uh-huh. stuff like that. Um, but I personally think I'm good at a Google search. Like, I feel like I'm pretty good at sort of, uh-huh. like, pinpointing, like, the correct words to pull the right algorithms. And I just, I knew I had to find, I just knew I had to find you a good UFO Thank story. You. And I hope this is good. And oh, I'm it's like, it's good. It's hopefully alien. anything, but after some deep searching, I stumbled across something. So tonight, I am excited to tell you about... This like sounds like something I've never, ever heard of. Ever. I don't think you have. Like, even remotely. No, no, you no. had to dig that hard for it. This is the St. Clair Triangle UFO Incident. No idea. All like right, awesome. Yay! So, but before we go into that, I do want to go to an old steady friend, uh, a standby for UFO sightings, the National UFO Reporting Center. Of course. So, uh... <coughs> Because we're looking at a specific type of sighting, and that's what the that's what the St. Clair Triangle UFO incident is. Mm-hmm. It's a specific type okay. of, and it is the Black Triangle craft sightings. Okay. So the Black Triangle craft, the Black Triangles are a class of UFOs, of course, with certain common features, which have been reported more so in the 20th and 21st century. So, our timeline. Right. Right, so the media reports of black triangles originally coming from the U.S. and the U.K. So mm-hmm. they seem to be sort of specifically around In these areas. These In areas. areas, and the reports generally describe these class of USOs. Like I said, they're large, silent black triangles. Uh, they're objects hovering or slowly cruising at low altitudes over cities and highways. The sightings usually take place at night. All right, and then the objects are often described as having pulsating colored lights at each corner of the triangle. Okay. So we have the idea, right? Okay. Black, black triangle. Got it. UFO sighting. I'm going to give Jeff a picture. Well, no, that's not it. Oops, where's my picture? There's a better picture. Sorry, I was not as ready as I thought I was. She's, she has to present me with I visual information. I always have to present visual information. Oh, Oh, it's more like a boomerang type. Kind of, yeah. But it's like a black triangle. And a lot of people think it's just like... And just to let you know, spoiler alert, a lot of people think it's like these like secret super... Test lights or whatever. Yeah, like U.S. Stuff Air Force. We did. Yeah, okay. but it, a good point is made. Like, the U.S. government, as, as unreliable as it is, they usually keep their secret shit pretty secret yeah, right. <laughs> when it comes to military right. stuff. So, anyways, there's that. But that's what we're looking at. We're looking at these triangle crafts, trying to see in that specific. So, so just to throw up a couple teasers before we jump into the story, just to like get okay. our feet wet. Okay. And because I feel like this story is going to be good. So, so the first story we have is. Uh, this one. I start with this. And again, I'm quoting. Quote, quote. <laughs> so, the duration of this was about 10 seconds. So, 
I start with this. I saw a falling star around 2,000 20, hours in the eastern sky at approximately 80 degrees off the horizon. God damn, I love how these things are written. <laughs> I felt like going to my backyard to observe the sky there, facing west. I sat down on the porch. Yeah, bad writing. I looked up and witnessed a blurry shape of about five to seven light points moving north to south in the western sky approximately 40 degrees off the horizon. I saw it move for approximately 10 seconds, quite unsure of what it was, and if I was seeing this correctly, it was ambiguously not it was unambiguously not a falling star nor a plane. It had a triangle shape, point facing uh, in the flight direction of southerly direction. Again, the points of light were fuzzy but still discernible <coughs> as the points of light. It did not travel fast like a falling star, but was slow from horizon north to horizon south. I witnessed it travel about 15% of this distance, having my view of the whole, whole horizon interrupted by bare tree cover. Nice. Yeah. You know, it's written like what I imagine a sailor would write like. Yeah, 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 40 yeah. degrees this way. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I like, do. who are these people that. Because, like, if I'm describing a UFO incident, I'm going to be like, I don't really know, but it was fucking cool. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? I, I feel like, and this is, again, I think in the few UFO or aliens UFO sightings, I guess we haven't really dived into, like, true like aliens because really we're just like UFO sightings. I mean like if that was written by a pilot or a former yeah. pilot or if it was written by a feel nautical like, person. But I or... feel like a lot of these stories having kind of clicked through some of these uh -huh. they all read like this. I know there and it's like, like so this is someone who's into this shit already. It's very into this. I think yeah. it's, it's it's people in the in this community. Yeah. Yeah 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 totally. Nice. So here is another one, real quick. Uh, this one, oh, the duration of this one was 10 minutes. Ooh, that's a long time. So, quote, I was, uh, I work as a night shift security guard. As I was opening the gates to the parking lots, I noticed a bright light in the east. In that general direction, there's a hospital with a helicopter pad, and I could hear the helicopter noise, so I assumed it was that. The light seemed very bright, so I continued to watch for a minute or two. At that point, the helicopter at the hospital took off and broke the tree line. So I know it was not a helicopter at that point. So, mm. yeah, he thinks he's seeing, oh, yeah. fuck the helicopter. No, not a helicopter. <coughs> See, that one sounds more yeah. feasible. After the noise drowned off, the light continued to just sit in its position. I began walking towards the guard shack to get my phone. As I started to move, I could see that the one light starting to break in four lights. Uh, it wasn't until it was extremely close that I realized it was the shape of a black triangle. Nice. So it was like burp. Yeah. Um, burp, that, that burp is moving fast. <laughs> <laughs> moving fast. She's talking with her hands. I talk with my hands. She's hand. talking with her hands. So then I realized, I go, ah, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, with one light at the each point and a light uh, in the back of the middle. Hold on, yeah. With one light at one at our worst. <laughs> Fucking suck tonight. <laughs> With one light at the point, one light in the back middle, and one left and right form the black triangle in each, you know, the back right mm -hmm. triangle. 
Uh, it was roughly 2,000 feet off the ground. I used an altitude comparison sheet I found online because it was very low to make absolute zero noise. Uh, it was also going roughly 100 miles per hour. I state that liberally because I feel like I could drive a car in a straight line next to it and could easily keep up to it. You know, like 60, yeah. 70 miles, right? It had no blinking marker lights to indicate a wing or tail. It did have a single strobing light underneath it that was only visible when it was directly head on or when it was directly head over. It's like when it was overhead. In 2000, there was a... Oh, I don't want to... But I'm going to spoil it. Okay. Um, we're going to skip that part. Um, because I don't want to spoil it. Um, there is also an Air Force base within 30 miles from where I work. So I thought maybe it was a plane heading there, which might explain the no markers. But I don't think it would explain the lack of sound and very slow speed. It was coming from the east, moving west slightly north away from the Air Force Base as it left my sight of view. Nice. Yeah, so security guards. I, you know what? I feel like security guards yeah. see a lot of very unsettling things. I do. Yeah, or some funny shit, <laughs> Or some too. funny things where you're like, whoa, <laughs> what? Because every time like I watch any type of like paranormal show, it's like, this person was a security guard or they're security. Well, yeah, no, and let's, like, okay, so <laughs> I'm just going to say this out loud. So um, uh, down where we go to smoke at work, sometimes the security guards take their breaks. And that's like kooky bunch, and they always have funny stories. Right. Scott, Gordon. He, um, he always has funny stories. Yeah. Well, geez, he's missing a finger for fuck's sake. <laughs> You know. Yeah. You know, and he's got stories about how he was working after that had just happened. And it's like, he's wearing an oven mitt because that was the only thing that could really yeah. protect it while he was doing other things. But yeah, no. Yeah, only security guard friends always have funny stories. Yes. Always have funny stories. But they're all smart. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're all like... Right. Um, all the guys I know are super smart that are security guards. It's, it's kind of funny. They're like, no, no, you can't. They know laws and shit, you know? It's like, why don't you just become a full police officer, dude? I think a lot of them just don't want to deal with all that drama. Probably not. I get that. Yes, yeah, totally. Ain't mad. So I'm trying to decide if I want to read this next one because, uh-huh. like, the looking at it, I'm like, man, you know what? I'm going to read it because it... It'll go, it. it'll go back to the conversation we had where it's like, who are these people? Okay, cool. This guy gives an explanation of who these people are. Okay, cool. So this one is a now, 10 seconds. All right, so the 10-second sighting of the Triangle Craft. Okay. And this guy has a lot to say about these 10 seconds. Right, okay. So I like how he starts off this story as in, I'm a retired XIT professional. Hmm. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. But who cares? 15 plus two years. Well, I mean, I degree. wanted to know on the last two stories, so. You're about to find out more about this dude. So, okay. we know, begin. All right. I was northbound on Illinois I-94 at approximately 515 near Dundee exit. Traffic was fairly heavy. I kept to the right-hand lane. Initially, a white semi uh, ahead of me appeared to be having difficulty staying in the lane, drifting onto the shoulder every so often. I remained substantially behind him for a mile or so. I stay I stay away from semis anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually he pulled onto the shoulder. 
And then he put it in parentheses. It occurred to me later that perhaps he'd also seen the UFO and was dumbfounded or panicked. <coughs> that was my first thought. Via CB. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Sorry, go ahead. Okay. No, I just want to. Okay. Uh, shortly thereafter, I glanced to my right and observed a triangle craft for a few seconds, solid black against the night sky with a very large globular, parentheses warning, lights yeah. at the ape. Apexes? Apexes? Again. The apexes? I don't think that's apexes. The apexi? Yeah, sure. Thank you. These That's a word? (laughs) You look it up while I can I'm looking it up. Go ahead. These emitting a fairly bright but dark red glow. And then uh, easily seen against the night sky. The form appeared to be equilateral with no reflective qualities, impossible to gauge its dimensions, I could not discern any sound. My velocity was approximately 55 miles per hour. You were going the speed limit, sir. Yeah. Uh, The object appeared almost stationary, (coughs) but seemed to be traveling southward because of its orientation, i.e. it was pointed southward, but it seemed to be paralleling the highway. I have been attempting to guesstimate its size. At best, I'd say at its elevation, was 100 to 150 feet and perhaps so yeah right yeah so it's pretty big 100 to 150 feet and perhaps 100 to yeah on a side but i could be off significantly there are no reference points what astonished me the most was the size of the the lights they were quite large possibly a a the diameter of a quarter uh held two feet away so that distance between a four and aft light may have been about 20 to 25 such diameters. Conjecture. That's what it uh, says. Conjecture. I lost sight of it after about 10 seconds of travel. It. I did not have time and did not think to attempt photographing it with my cell phone. Recognition was immediate. Parentheses. Have been a Coast fan for 20 years and I am familiar with Peter's. Uh, reports of similar craft. I think he's talking about Coast to Coast AM. Uh-huh. I thought that was like, because he was like in the Coast Guard, and I was like, then I reread that, I was like, oh no, Coast to Coast AM. <laughs> <laughs> I was astonished at this uh, circumstantial nature of this sighting and uttered a few choice expletives, never having thought I'd uh, actually see one of these. I felt dot 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 vindicated in a sense and quite excited being a firm believer in such phenomenon given the massive evidence available nice did you find out that word i did it's the plural of apex okay so and apex is the top or the highest part of something especially forming a- yes so and apices 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 here you go here we go apices Thank you. That's Google. how you say it. Thank you, Google. Yes, I love that they do that. <laughs> Try not to spit on anyone if Learn you use that word. word. <laughs> so yeah, so that was just those were actually recent. Those were within the last year, year and a half. Wow, okay. So very recent. Um and there are in like always when you go and you look in that's like when you do the Google search like oh there's not a lot here yeah but then when you go in there there's actually quite a lot there's that a people bunch see there. but yeah. like some of but like there are some that are big and um, you know they get their own little section in Wikipedia right you know so 
Let's cue the X Files theme music, friends. Yay. Because honestly, I'm surprised that Mulder and Scully like, aren't mentioned rights. in this story. <laughs> no, we can. If, if, nice. Yeah. So, let us go. Uh, care of a, I guess, a site called The Skeptoid. Uh, it looks like it's a podcast. So, there's that, and then a couple other little bits the tech blog, and then Wikipedia. So, those nice. are our sources. And I'll try and run. Also has a couple other names. So it's UFO over Illinois. Is St. Clair a town? I'm sorry. I think St. Clair is a... County? I think it's maybe a county. I don't think it's a town. I think is my how I read it. I did not have any time. Let's see what it says. Yeah, it's a county. County, okay. Got it. So St. Clair is a county is what it is. So you have the St. Clair Triangle. It's also known as the UFO over Illinois, Southern Illinois UFO. Um, but I've seen it a lot as the Southern Illinois. It's kind yeah. of it can be any of those, either the St. Clair Triangle or the Southern Illinois UFO, um, or the Highland UF- Illinois UFO. All right. But um, the incident occurred January fifth, two thousand, over the towns of Highland, Dupo, Lebanon, Summerfield. Millstead in O'Fallon, Illinois. Wow. Yes. And so wait, is this like a chain of witnesses from the same event? Yes. <laughs> oh, <that's so> cool. <laughs> yes. Yes. That makes me happy. Yes. So this is not just where it's like one person right. being like, "This is what I saw." It's a. And I, it's it's a, like a stream of motion. Like it's yeah. Nice. It's basically there is a timeline of how when it passed over each place. Yes. Ah, uh, that's so cool. Yes. Yay, Candace. Good job. You're welcome. <laughs> so, this story began, the sighting began approximately at 4 a.m. And it was reported to have been witnessed by a total of six people. But what is said to have happened over the next 45 minutes or so, involving at least four police officers wow, okay. from different towns, um basically speeding down the highway, chattering on the radios, and pursuing what would become considered one of the most elusive, apparently, UFO stories in history. Nice. No one knows. And That's it, really cool. Yeah. So Yay, good has, job, Candace. Again. I know. I can't believe I found wow. this. I was struggling, y'all. <laughs> cool. I found this by happenstance because, listen, it was either this or another ghosty story taking a break i'll take all those too but yeah Mm. anyways so here we go you ready i'm ready this we're gonna hear the story that had ufologists scratching their heads ever since nice yes ufologists ufologists that's a that's a legitimate i have not heard that term it is spelled ufologist ufo oh yeah logist okay ufologist ufologist Whatever you have, I pronounce it ufologist. Nice. I could be wrong. Okay. I ju- at four in the morning, um, the this is when the incident started. Um, a gentleman by the name of Mel Knoll, he's sixty-six years old, had parked had parked at his miniature golf course to make sure that the plumbing wasn't freezing. Those his plumbing. miniature golf course, this like putt putt. Yeah. Nice. So that's where it all started. So he's he saw what. He described um, as a big house floating in the air with windows and all sorts of details. So that's how he initially described it. Like, like a big old house. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, he went to the nearby police station in Highland, mm-hmm. where the dispatcher uh, radioed an officer by the name of Ed Barton. Ed saw a bright white light, followed it, and then parked and got close enough to shut off his own lights and observed it, what he described as a giant triangle with bright white lights at each corner. So that's witness number two. So it's this chain of events that uh-huh. everything going on. So nearby, there was an, another guy. His name was Johnny Doss. He was actually, I guess he couldn't sleep, apparently, according to this. Uh-huh. Like someone we know. Yeah. <laughs> like all of us. Like yeah. all of us. Probably anyone listening as well. Anyone listening to this <laughs> basically couldn't sleep. So he, he's like my grandpa back in the late 80s and early 90s. He was listening to the police scanner. <laughs> and, he heard, and he heard the That call. is an underrated hobby. <laughs> I really feel like is. that is an underrated hobby. You okay. Find out. My, my uncle's home used to always have that thing on. My grandpa. Uh, but he had he owned gas stations. Oh, And so he yeah, just no, always no. had the scanner. Growing up to that a little bit. Yeah. Like, I, I remember pausing this. I, speaking of this. So I have this memory of my grandparents mm-hmm. had this, like, maroon car I have no idea what I it was a Bonneville probably I don't know but (laughs) it had in it it was so funny because it had in my memory it has like my grandmother's name like like a little monogram like right there on the side Marguerite oh wow and it though was a CB radio yeah of course course. I just remember like that that CB radio and then like the the scanner or the radio system in my grandparents' house. Like, it just it kind of going uh, off. But that was, like I said, like, late 80s, early 90s. So, small town Oklahoma, y'all. Well, they so. kept them CBs for a while because we kind of ended the whole CB craze in the 80s, it seems like, somewhere in yeah, there. Yeah, it was in there for a while because I think my grandparents, I think the, the most vivid memory of it was when... They lived in um, Snyder. Uh-huh. Snyder is south, Sarah is north. So they were in Snyder in western Oklahoma. Uh-huh. And I got that, that, that maroon car, I just, that memory just stuck out to me. Sorry, guys. Yeah. So this is like the cannonball run of UFO stories. Pretty okay. much. So, so, yeah, so Johnny Doss, he heard like this stuff going on on the scanners and was like, what the what the heck? So you're okay. The I'm sorry. I'm casting this Cast as it's it. going. Johnny Dawes is played by Burt Reynolds. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hello. Perfect casting. It is perfect. Thank casting. you very much. Young Burt Reynolds or old Burt Reynolds? Young Burt Reynolds. Young Burt. Foxy Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Foxy Burt. Okay. Foxy. All Bert. right. So he goes outside. <laughs> he goes outside. And he later described uh, seeing things, uh-huh. right? So the next next person involved, uh-huh. we get an off another police officer. His okay. name is Dave Martin, and he's in a neighboring department. He spotted it. So I don't uh-huh. know if he heard the the chatter, um, but he described in the middle. It's like it changes each place. It, like it's doing stuff as it's moving as along. It's moving. Yeah. So the only thing that seems to be consistent is like the lights. We have the three bright white lights, but we now we have the addition of a red blinking light. So And it was in the middle? It was in the middle. Okay. So 
so nearby another officer so we've had our we're, 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 getting, we're getting our we're almost there. there so an officer by the name of Craig Stevens also heard the chatter so there's uh-huh. like they're all listening to their their PBs or whatever their radios and he parked his car in a dark big dark field and it's kind of I think sounds like he was hoping like let me see let me see if I can see this too uh-huh. you know um and he described the same thing. He described the same thing as Officer Martin. Three white lights. Red, red light, blinking in the middle. Red blinking in the middle. Okay, gotcha. Further south, uh, another officer by the name of Matt Janey got out his binoculars and saw what he thought he heard the others describing. So these get these four cops uh-huh. <laughs> like chatter, 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 you know. So he gets out his binoculars and it was how he describes it. It was big, taller in the middle, with lots of lights on it, white on the extremities and red in the middle. The final sighting was two hours later, two hours later near sunrise, when when a commuter by the name of Stephen Wanacott saw what he described as a motionless arrowhead shape, with uh, I guess some bright lights and smaller lights kind of all over it. Um, but overall, they, it looks like it's an hour traveling in a kind of a southwest direction, about 100 kilometers. And then who dropped the ball? Was everybody else sleeping? Because it was 4 o'clock in the morning. <sighs> the Lazy only, people. Listen, the only reason this Normies. Was, it was a bunch of normies. All the weirdos were up having a good time. Listen, Mel Knoll had to go check the pipes at his miniature golf Listen, <laughs> but he was up. He the was, man's a working man. He's a working man. And, yes. then he had to, and then he's like, listen, y'all, I'm seeing this weirdness. Hello. Yeah, you know, so everyone, normal people see. <laughs> Mel Nall to me represents America, man. I'm up in the morning I, at my business. I'm making it happen. Yeah, I'm in love with him. He's Dom DeLuise, by the way. He's Dom DeLuise. I can see that. Still Dom. Dom I'm just using all the people from Cannibal Run. That's all I'm doing. Would he I'm be? disappointed there's no girl because she was going to be Sally Fields. I'm a little disappointed, but, you know, whatever. I'll be Sally Fields. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Let me get my fine. wig. Get your wig. My brown wig. Ugh. Get that wig. All right. I love it. Okay. First so of all, far. So I got to say, so it's from 4 a.m. until about 6, about 30. Five-ish. Oh, just 5 So it 45 minutes. Like, okay, yeah. yeah 45 so, okay. minutes. It's not a super... This sounds like the funnest a.m. morning <laughs> ever to me. Like... Right. Guys, on the seat. I mean, how much fun is this? And they're all excited. Their blood's pumping. They're like, oh, it's a fun night in St. Clair County. Or morning, I guess. Yeah. It could be. It's it's one of two things where, like, dudes. What? I don't think so. This sounds like. It sounds like they're like. This sounds like good people to me. Yeah. Honest to God, it just sounds like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) What the fuck are we watching? I believe they all saw something. Yeah. I really do. Like, unless it was some weird mass hallucination. Right. Um,. I feel like they at least saw something. Don't know what it was, which mm-hmm. is why it's unidentified. That's why it's unidentified. But they definitely saw something. Right. And I'm just like totally wishing this would happen to me right now, where you could just get on the CB and be yeah. like, hey, dude, look at this. Everybody running. And then the one guy parking in the dark field. Right. He, he this heard just the all sounds like a true story to yeah. me. It's like there's enough the... detail. Right. 
It's and enough it, detail without it being... Insanely stupid. This right. was 40 degrees west oh, and blah, blah, blah. I don't need that. <laughs> 60 points from the sunrise. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> tell me a story. Nah, dude. Just tell me. Like, yeah, tell just me this, this is fun. Right, like, it's fun, I could right? see this in a movie. Yeah. You know, this would be super hysterically fun. Yeah, I love it. So we need... Love it. So, so let's, let's keep going. Okay, okay. So... Officer Stevens, he was, I think, the, he was the last guy. Uh-huh. The last guy involved, Officer uh, Craig Stevens. He had a Polaroid camera in the trunk <gasps> of his car. Yay! <laughs> and apparently... Police Officer Stevens, I, I salute you. <laughs> apparently, it's just like, he was like, oh... Oh no! Don't run low battery. I oh. thought you were plugged in. Oh, we gotta plug an emergency. Emergency! Wow, I thought I plugged it in. Is, it not, big, is it not plugged in? I wish I had a big siren noise. Where is it? It's right there. It's probably plugged in. It's probably. Oh. I, oh my gosh! I kicked the power strip oh, off. Oh man! It, is it working? Is it's the battery working. On? Its battery is on. Man, we're we, still here, guys. We're we almost have an on-air panic attack. <laughs> Jeez, we need to practice. Maybe do some run through some scenarios so we don't, you know, panic and <laughs> crash and burn. <laughs> Never. Ugh. So, but yeah, he he had it in his police head mind mm-hmm. to grab the camera. Get some and, evidence. And he took a picture. Get some evidence. Did and that, you have the picture? No, I don't know if I could. I tried. What happened to it? I think he took the film to photo mat <laughs> or photo mart, whatever those were, and they no. ruined it. I think it looks most like this. No, I, I want to see his picture. I don't know where his picture's at. I, it was back in 2000. I'm going to give him a Scooby-Doo hat and go find this guy. You need to go find it. But apparently, the because it's a fucking Polaroid. Oh, it's it a Polaroid. A Polaroid. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. I can't wait to see this. Oh, damn it. But yeah, yeah so yeah. it was just, it was grainy, and I think you just see sort of the. Yeah. I still want to see it. I know. Where is it? I don't know. Damn you, internet not really being around back then? It, yeah, that's like, like pre. He was going to upload it, but the sound of the <laughs> computer trying to start probably turned. He was like, I can't do this. Fuck it. So, Fuck it. They'll just have to believe me. So, <laughs> how the photo is described is that it's grainy. It has a red view of the night sky and shows a line of four lights. Um, it says the leftmost light spaced some distance away from Who's the Who's describing this? Uh, this is, I think, described as I grabbed from the description from this uh, skeptoid uh-huh. site. So that's... How do they, they know how it's described? I don't know. Did apparently, they see it? Apparently there are photos out there It somewhere. sounds like the government came and got this photo. I think so. Yeah, it's not here. <laughs> Anyways. It's always it's always a conspiracy yeah. with me, always. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But of course this guy was probably like shaking. So they said it like the cause it's like yeah. a gonna be like shake picture. Like Blair Witch Project yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where so, I get motion sickness after right, a good right, right. to go watch so, it. So yeah. you know, <laughs> apparently that's the description of the photo. We'll see if I can find it. If I can find it, I'll post I it. I mean, I don't know if you're going to be able to find that one. Yeah. Boy, it'd be cool. Ooh, but you know what else I, I mean, found? it'd be disappointingly cool, I'm sure. You'll be like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. But isn't it always? Yeah, like. Yeah, but you know what? Apparently, 
There are some radio transcripts of what these there are. Are. <laughs> yes. are you kidding? No, are we I supposed to act them out? I'll act them <laughs> out for you. So, all right, here we go. Okay. Ready? Okay. Let me scroll back up, okay? So I'm going to read these. So again, I, I found this off of the Skeptoid. They, they have these transcripts posted on their website. So, dispatch. Lebanon, this is a call from Highland PD in reference to a truck driver who just stopped in. He said there was a flying object in the area of Lebanon. It looks like a two-story house. It had white lights and a red blinking light, and it was last seen southwest over Lebanon. Could you check the area? Officer Barton. Did they say the truck driver was DUI? (laughs) (laughs) I like you, Officer Barton, working it out. 10-4, I'm out. Pause. Just a quick question. If I happen to find it, what am I supposed to do with it? <laughs> if I see it, <laughs> oh my god, I love it so much. Yeah. I'm sorry, keep going. If I see it, I'm not saying a word. Also, uh, be advised: the last thing that went over Lebanon that was approximately five minutes ago was a military cargo plane. <laughs> it looked like a CJ five. Pause. Be advised, there is a very bright white light east of town. It looks like just east of Summerfield. It keeps changing colors. I'll go over there and see if it looks like an aircraft. But uh, it doesn't look like an aircraft, though. It's not the moon, and it's not a star. If you would, will you contact Scott Air Force Base and see if they have anything flying in this area, please? Pause. Whether it's a plane or not, uh, it's heading westbound now. It should be really close to Scott now. As a matter of fact, if the Shiloh officer looks up, they can probably see it by now. Nice. If I find it, what am I supposed to do with <laughs> a it? A legitimate That question. is my favorite question of all time of any UFO crap I've ever read. I think that's, oh my any, God. that's any paranormal thing. That is that is a regular dude. <laughs> Asking appropriate common sense questions. If I find it, what the fuck am I supposed <laughs> what to the do fuck with am it? I supposed to do? <laughs> All right, now, Officer Martin. I see something, but I don't know what the heck it is. It's probably heading to Lampert Field. Uh, Officer Stevens. I got the object in sight also. Dispatch. Are you serious? <laughs> Officer Stevens. It's huge. Dispatch. Does it look like. What does it look like to you, Officer Stevens? It's kind of V-shaped. It looks like it's possibly headed towards Lambert. Dispatch, 10-4. That's what Shiloh said when it was heading towards Fairview Heights. Unidentified officer. Hums, Hums the, the Twilight, Twilight theme song. song. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're welcome again. Oh, my God. I love it so much. Oh, really? Does uh, uh, Dupo have a Polaroid? <laughs> Uh, dispatch. Uh, Officer Stevens. Oh, Officer Stevens. Really? Does D- Dupo have a Polaroid? By the way, Dispatch is now Sally Fields. Okay, yes. thank you. I needed you, a Sally Fields. You have casted. I appreciate okay. you. You're welcome. <laughs> dispatch. That, I don't know. Officer Janney. I'm not sure what you're seeing. It appears to be pretty high in the area. What could I... When I could see... When I could see it in the binoculars, you could see it with different colors. Now it appears to be white. It's like changing. Officer Stevens, is it very large? Officer Janey, it's hard to tell. It's pretty far off. Officer Stevens, this object was about was above me about 500 feet, and it was huge. Nice. Officer Janey, this thing appears is probably 20 or 30,000 feet. It's 
about where planes usually are. It's not low at all. So whatever Janie saw, like what they're saying. It was here, up higher. It was higher. Yeah. And from what everyone else was seeing, obviously. It was a lot lower. Yeah. So, but officer, the officer Stevens, remember, Polaroid Kachini, uh-huh, uh-huh. who took, he also filed the following report. So we have some report notes. Nice. While I was sitting there, I observed a very large flying object coming from a southward direction. The object was flying very low, 500 to 1,000 feet. It was flying very slowly. The object was making no noise. I could only hear a low uh, decibel buzzing sound. Nice. What did you think? Yay. I think that you should win the Academy Award for (laughs) Best Acting actor sing, whatever acting. you call it. It's all acting. You're welcome. Listen, you're welcome. That was amazing. Wasn't that amazing? I'm so it. glad you come over this late because it's like I get a bedtime story every night. <laughs> yeah. Every Saturday before bed. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I'm, I love if I find out what the fuck am I supposed to do. Yeah, like what, what am I supposed to do? With it? And I do love the unidentified officer being like the Twilight. Yeah, thing. the twins. Yeah, that was classic. <laughs> Like, and then the dispatch, are you serious? Like, I'm just telling you this. I didn't think you were really going to find anything. Yeah, like, and then where he's like, DUI? Like, yeah, was yeah, it a DUI? DUI. Yeah. This guy, DUI. Uh, so, um, that's pretty much the story, the rest of this. So it was a drunken alien. I it's guess. DUI. I guess so. But there is a little bit left in here, and I think it's um, in regards to... Um, kind of like the idea of like what they thought it might be mm-hmm. so apparently three months after this this was put in like i guess a local st louis newspaper mm-hmm. and um he had been so they're like well of course everyone else want to be a fucking buzzkill they're like of course let's debunk this so apparently a reporter by the name of <coughs> william stage <coughs> had been advised by the faa that the object reported was an advertising blimp Really? Yeah. It's not triangly shaped, though. Jeff is dubious. Yeah, <laughs> that's was. bullshit. So apparently, um, trying to find word here. Basically, they said um, nowhere yeah. in that report did I hear that the words Goodyear were flashing <laughs> along the side. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so basically, I guess... Is there a football field nearby? I don't... Why would it be a blimp? I don't know. Where would this blimp be going from or to? That is a bunch of bullshit. That's a bullshit blimp. That's what that is. That's some bullshit. It's a bullshit blimp. Mm -hmm. That's a bullshit... I agree. I'm going to call it from now on when they try to discredit something, and I know it's bullshit, it's a blimp. (laughs) It's a blimp. It's a fucking blimp. (laughs) Don't try and blimp me. Don't even try to blimp me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't do it. So the story here, apparently, the American Blimp Company mm-hmm. um, was apparently the largest operator in that region, and it's still kind of nationwide. Um, apparently, <laughs> now I have all these other questions, like how the hell do you get in the blimping business? <laughs> you know, I, okay. I don't know. Apparently, uh, on the St. Clair incident, apparently someone told the reporter. Um, Everyone in the airship industry knew what it was, but the news still reported it as a UFO. 
Really? Apparently. I feel like they're trying to bug me. But, but, no one at this company, I guess, which is now called Van, I guess, the American Blimp Company or whatever is now owned by a different company called Van Wagner, uh-huh. knew of any records showing details of time mm-hmm. and dates of blimps and mm-hmm. transit from one event to another mm-hmm. back in 2000. Because they're trying to blimp you. Yes. <laughs> Here's one other question I have. Sure. How high can blimps fly? <laughs> Look that up while I continue. So, but yeah, so the, you know, back in 2000, but they did apparently operate dozens of blimps and several types and, you know, usually of course as sporting events and usually when you see blimps, like these special events and apparently they typically fly about a thousand feet above the ground between about 50, about Uh 35 to 40 miles per hour, depending on the wind. Yeah. They move pretty fucking slow. I don't know if anyone's Uh ever seen a blimp. They don't go real fast. Um, so the distance between, I guess they're trying to sort of like connect it in this thing here. Um, they said the distance between Highland and Dupo, uh, is just about an hour later. So it's about an hour away. It's just about 55 kilometers. And, um, and for some reason, it later turned and came back towards where that one guy, the commuter, saw it, <coughs> just at sunrise. Its direction appearance apparently could fit well with what he described as what it would look like as a blimp. Yeah, they're blimping, yeah. They're blimping, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, blimps are pretty quiet, of course, in flight, because it's just air and like a little thing, and you know, a little propeller. Uh-huh. Um, a little propeller. A little propeller. <laughs> um, but that's what they're saying. It's like, well, it could be, you know, that, you know, because blimps have, you know, bright landing lights, which which they say, you know, may or may not be on, like, at any given time. <clears throat> so most blimps do have a red light at the bottom and then a white strobe on top, um, as well as port and starboard red and green lights on the fin, on the tail fins. But they didn't have tail fins. That's not what was described. And why is it flying in the morning? It, I mean, unless... I mean, they could be saying, well... Nah, son. Nah. See, there's not even a white... There's not even a light located on a blimp no. at the front. No. Now, I can see your two little ones here. And yeah. yeah okay, a red or whatever. Yeah. But, uh-uh. I'm looking for where the blimp safety lights are located. So, <laughs> highest I'm seeing is 4,000 feet. Right. So that that is debunked by the one officer who saw at 30,000 feet, right. or what he thought was really far right, away. Right, really far away. And the lowest they usually fly is about 1,500 feet, like you said. Right. That's the lowest they usually fly. Yeah. He said about 500 feet. Right. These sound like people who know measurements, to me, to most degree, and probably gave good guesses. I mean, they're cops. Do you see any lights on the front end of any of these blimps? I do not. No. That's like right there, but it's not. Mm-mm. Nope. I nope. This was a UFO. But I mean, listen. Apparently, I, and I'm kind of looking through here. Apparently, this guy at the because all this, all the extra research that I'm talking about in regards to the blimp stuff, uh-huh. that's directly from the skeptic. Like this guy, basically, I think he's saying that he's. It's like. It's a what company is this blimp company? Van Wagner. Okay, so let's see here. Because you know what I'm noticing about all of these blimps? They have writing on them. Mm-hmm. If one was flying low enough, you'd be able to see that writing. 
Wow, I typed in Van Wagner and hit search before I hit blimp and all of these. Sure. Okay. Why <laughs> <What>? not? <laughs> what but, the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. No, it's totally fine. Some country dude came up. <clears throat> but I feel like, and I will say, because I've said this before, you know. They all have huge, huge, not tiny, <laughs> huge but, ass writing on them. Right. That's some bullshit. That one dude, our first dude, Dom DeLuise. Was it Dom DeLuise? I thought it was... Uh, no, Dom DeLuise was the first guy. I thought Mel it, Noel. Oh, yeah. That was Dom DeLuise. I thought, Mel Noel saw this thing pretty good. Like, it was pretty high on the apex or whatever. But that yeah. apex came to a point, I thought someone... Yeah, he described it like looking like a house. Not a blip. Yeah. You've been de-blimped. De-blimped. <laughs> but, but apparently, I mean, a lot of people, like, the kind of what a lot of people, like, oh, well, it was just a blimp. It took me, like, he's saying, oh, it took me two phone calls to realize, like, well, hey, there were blimps in the area, and that's what this was. All of these blimps are used for advertising right. that they own, and they all have yeah. shit on them. All of them. <gasps> this guy does make a good point, though. Where... What? No, he doesn't. No, 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 listen, listen, listen. Let me play Devil's Advocate. Confirmation bias. Yeah, let me play Devil's Advocate. <laughs> okay. Because that's someone who is sort of like Devil's Advocate. Like, we're like, okay, well, let's check in to see everything, uh-huh. try it out, and if it's not any of these things after everything we tried, uh-huh. then, of course, it's left with the unexplained, right? right so right. whatever's not okay, it's got to be this then. Right. So he does make a point where it was like, did no one think to, like, maybe check? and see like if there was any aircraft or any in the like, area in the area or like yeah i do think personally they were probably having too much fun with right, it right. first of all probably so like you said yeah no one wants to be a sorry no one wants to be a william stage <laughs> that's the guy who's trying to debunk it no yeah so he was just a reporter so William Stage was just a reporter and I know he's just doing yeah. his job whatever but the skeptoid blog whatever uh, thing site there he's like I it, I, mean, I made these phone calls and I kind of talked to the guy uh, and, and and in my personal opinion though I don't think it's I don't think they're blimps I mean, they're even, not blimps. I don't think they're blimps. None of the light. Look up blimps. Y'all look up Google blimps. <laughs> Just Google them. Google images of blimps. There is yeah. no light in the front. No. There's none. No. No light in the And every single goddamn blimp. And I put in Van Wagner blimps, which yeah. I guess they put whatever ad you want yeah. to on the blimp. Yeah. So that blimp was coming from somewhere to somewhere yeah. to do something if it was a blimp. Right. It would have some big ass fucking writing on it. Right. They would have seen that. That first guy, Dom right. saw it really well. Yeah. He would have seen some writing on that damn yeah. thing. There's no way. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And yeah. That, that strobing, that light is uh-huh. on the very top of the blimp. Right. Right. Because that's what you have to have. On the like, per, top top. Yeah. yeah on the Not top. on the bottom. And on the bottom of the cab is where you have the landing lights and then probably like some lights well, on the Well, there's a small cabin and I think those lights can be somewhat tri- triangular. Yeah. But they're small. Like, it wouldn't yeah. be... They're saying they it's on have, each apex. Yeah, like, each apex gets big. Yeah. So, mm-mm. I de-blimped. Think, <laughs> de-blimped, de-blimped friend. You tried to blimp me, and it did not work. No. So, if I'm missing tomorrow, you know they came to get me. <laughs> I want that Polaroid, too. Where'd that go? Mr. William Stage, fancy reporter. <laughs> Where's the Polaroid, buddy? Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm pretty sure we can. I love that this Polaroid just magically disappeared yeah. from everywhere. I don't know. I don't know. 
I did it put in the police that. file? Didn't he have to? Did he have to write any type of report? I mean, yeah, of course he had to write a report. I Would mean, he have just attached it to that? Maybe. Possibly. That picture's making me mad. Is it making you mad? Because somebody went and got it. Somebody went and got that picture and then tried to. It's just a blimp. <laughs> Tell everyone it's just a blimp. <laughs> You are so angry. <laughs> I think it's the coronavirus. Because I know I'm being lied to about the coronavirus, too. It's not going to come to the U.S. Hello, it's here. Yes. All apologies to anyone that that's affecting. But yeah, come on. Being lied to. I mean, I don't know. That might be it. That is it. That's it? Yeah. Do we find it? Yep, we Jesus found it. Jesus Christ, it looks like something's dislodging from something else. Yeah. That's it? I think so. Let's see if we can make it bigger. We're making it bigger. Mysterious UFO spotter. Really want to get this up. We found it! That's the picture, apparently. It was just a... Oh, look. Now it's a satellite. Mm-hmm. Now it's a satellite, you guys. Now the news is reporting it as a fucking satellite. That is not a fucking satellite, nor is that a blimp. He's <laughs> so angry. Because I don't like being lied to. Tighten your Power to the people. <laughs> Dis- disclosure is at hand. Transparency. Disclosure. <laughs> Anyways, well, that is the story of the St. Clair I Triangle UFO incident. And let me end this story on the happiest note ever. So we had our cast. We had Dom DeLuise. We did. Sally Field. Foxy Burt Reynolds. Foxy Burt Reynolds. And I'm sure there were some others in there, but they're minor characters. But... I just want you to know that they all met and they talked about the story at a pizza inn. <laughs> it all ends at a pizza inn. Yes. You're like, Mahaha. In my mind, that is where it all led to. It's where it all leads to. It all leads to. Ever since Highway 72 in Missouri. Yeah. My favorite. The MUFON. Still my favorite. It's, I love it so much. Yes. I love that one so much. I've listened to that a couple of times. When I'm missing my Candace, I just put that, I just put that episode on and giggle because I'm like literally like a 12 year old. Like you're, what? You're what? <laughs> <laughs> this was pretty damn close. The fact that you had a script. That was that was the actual transcript from transcript. From I know, the, but it was like a, you were just like acting it out of like yay story. I dive. listen. I gotta read. I gotta read the story. Gotta act it out. You can't just read something like that. You have it's to. It's like reading Rainbow, but for weirdos that are adults. Exactly. <laughs> the most accurate description of probably what we do. <sighs> I love Jordy. Sorry, I just had to throw that in there. Love LeVar Park. Uh, love him so much. That was really good. Thank you. I'm glad no, you thank liked you. it. Aww. Thank you. I hope everyone enjoyed it. it was I fun. had a blast. It so. was fun. It was fun looking into that what one. Else? So. I got to figure out how to make a t-shirt out of that one because I love it. Definitely a black triangle going on there. Oh, I'm so glad I got a new term. Yay. Don't try and blip me. <laughs> Don't try and blip me. Motherfucker trying to blip me. Mm-mm. I can't believe, too, when you found the picture, the news story at the bottom, it says, turned out to just be a satellite. Yeah. I'm like, which is it, bitch? <laughs> which is it? It's a UFO. That's what it is. It's technically... It's I technically. am angry. What's up with that? Too much caffeine? Possibly. I don't know. Whatever. Sorry. Got a second wind, I guess. I'm like hulking out over Roar! freaking UFOs. 
Yes. <laughs> Just. Uh, I'm so overjoyed. I need a sequel to that. <laughs> <laughs> if I can find another... It doesn't even have to be good. It just I need a sequel. You need a sequel? Mm-hmm. Can't make that promise. But I'm pretty sure I can track something down that'll be as fun. I have a couple more... A few more. We're, we've just sort of touched the surface of Illinois. We haven't I even feel like it. that. This is a pretty cool, pretty fun state. I mean, so like, far. Yeah, yeah. I'm like zombie roads. We no, that was St. Oh Louis. no, that was St. Louis. We okay. went to Alton, which yeah. was the, apparently the most haunted. What That's is, where I'm thinking of. Okay. Alton with the tall guy. Yeah, okay, apparently yeah. the most haunted town. And the limestone. We checked out the most unbothered <laughs> cryptid. I'm just gonna keep calling him that. Because after all the stories, we were like, yeah, he just kind of looked at us and was like, eh. Yeah. I don't need your peanut butter sandwich. We're good. (laughs) I'll respect you and your peanut butter sandwich. And then we had a cast of police officers just chattering together, being like... I'm so jealous. I bet that was a really fun morning. Like... (laughs) You know, they were pizza in afterward, just having a laugh about all that. Man, yeah. Just probably years later, 20 mm. years later, probably being like, yeah, They probably get time? abducted at three in the morning and don't know it now because they all saw it. That's what they You've do. You've been watching The Fourth Kind again. No. Okay. <laughs> I avoid that movie actively. It gives me nightmares. No. <laughs> it gives me nightmares for two reasons. One, it's horrible in parts. Yes. And two, that scene toward the end where it's supposedly real video mixed with whatever and the screaming and oh. the talking. It's, yeah, yeah, at the fair. At the it end. gets right under my skin. It yeah. did, you could attach that to any stupid ass fucking thing ever and it yeah. would still freak me the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like yeah. however they produced it and made it and put all the sound in there. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, I remember watching it and just kind of being like, where is this really real footage? That's all I kept thinking. Like, how could this be real footage? It's not real footage. It's like Blair it's Witch. supposed to be mixed with real footage. I know. I know. But it's, but but the story is fiction. It's supposed to be that. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. It's like Blair Witch. I know, but I didn't know any of that. Now, which is funny because when the first time I went to go see Paranormal Activity, uh-huh. I was laughing out loud in the theater. <laughs> and then afterward, I was at the urinal taking a pee. Yeah. And there are two guys and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened in the blah, blah, blah. They were, they thought it was fucking real, which by the way, was super fun. I have no problem with that. Yeah. As long as you figure it out at some point. At some point. It's fun, but it's fun to let yourself just be duped and go there. Yeah. And it is. I'm I, sorry, but it is fun. It's not hurting anybody. I, but when I, I saw those invisible footprints that were totally CGI'd, there's a little moment or two in there where you're like, ooh, that's CGI. Right. And I was just like, I started laughing in the theater. And people like were like looking at me like I was rude like as I fuck. S- people were into it. And I was just I'm like, sure sorry, everyone. <laughs> you're I didn't like, mean to laugh at you, you dumbasses. You could have do that back to me if I'd have gone and watched The Fourth Kind. <laughs> oh, The Fourth Kind. God, I remember being little before we wore safety belts. I don't know if you had those days. I didn't have those. We had CBs in all the cars. And, well, because you didn't have cell phones. Right. And then we had 8-track players. And if you slammed your hand in one of those car doors, it was basically... No, no, no. It was removed, (laughs) basically. I I had my... My Uh, my parents had a a Volvo, and I got my... uh, I got my hand. Ouch. I remember my hand being so swollen, and my mom putting it in salt water. We're like... uh, 
Yeah, it was horrible. I thought you were going to die. Yeah. But my mom took me to see... I told you, my mom took me to see everything. It didn't matter what it was. Alien. <laughs> Fuck. When Alien came out, I... Well, how old was I? I was 79? Yeah, I came out the... I was born in 69. I was like 10 years old. Can you imagine? Like Jeffrey Sean, let's go. <laughs> Ten, yeah, she's like, come on, we gotta go see a movie. My mom loves to go to the show. Yeah. And so she took me to see um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Okay. And I was a kid, and I remember just like being so, and that's probably why I love it today. I'm probably still like yeah. in that moment where it's like, what? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. that, it's that. <gasps> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I remember oh, those rated R movies my mom took me to. It's just like, I watch Alien now, and it's still a little freaky in moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, God, I remember when I was a kid, this fucking freaked me right the fuck out the door. Yeah, nightmares. Yeah. yeah. They didn't care. You just had to get through your nightmares and get on to the next phase of your life. Yeah, you're That's fine. how you did. You're fine. <laughs> they it's... just throw you at whatever danger there was and let you see if you survive or not. <laughs> mm. We lit. We li- we grew up in an especially magical time. We I did. Guess. The no seatbelts thing is still funny to me. Of course, cars didn't go quite as fast. You know. And the roads weren't quite as crowded. I remember. I and the cars were built like tanks. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. So, yeah, I remember you know. my dad, and he had this pickup for a really long time. He had like this old ass pickup that had like a camper shell on the back. Uh, and then I remember my mom had a Volvo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those things were tanks. Yeah. Well, even when yeah. seatbelts came out, yeah, nobody ever made us wear them. We were just crawling around the car the whole time. <laughs> It was like, I'm just going to lay down back here. Or getting in the back. No, you'd be in the yeah. front seat. The front fucking seat. I was never. To barely see over the dash. I was Kicking never. Kicking your feet around, playing with your toys. I don't remember that. Oh, I God, do remember yeah. being, like, being in the back seat of, like, my Crawling in the back seat to punch your sister in the face and run back up. <laughs> Man, no. I remember... <laughs> Totally off topic of UFO story. So uh, my first memory, one of the earlier memories I have of like mom's Volvo, like, I think like mad or something, and there was a pin, uh-huh. and there was the, the like Volvo, an ink pin, like an ink pin. Oh, okay. And the seats of the Volvo were tan. Uh-huh. I for whatever reason got a hair up my butt about something. Took that pin, scrawled all on the back of these tan seats. Oh man! And it was like, did you do this? And it was like, nope. Aliens. You tried to blimp your mom. I did. You tried to blimp your mom. I just be like, shruggy shrug. <laughs> the story of my mm. life. Just me being like, I don't know. I am much better as an adult. I own up to my bullshit now. I do. I don't want to, but I do. No. Yeah. It was so much easier because I was a middle child and I could just yeah. point to whomever and they would believe me. You know, I never had that incident as a middle child as well, technically a middle child, because my sisters are twins, but yeah, no. My big brother was the first to do everything, including get in trouble for something. Yes. And so he was just labeled that child. Yeah. And so I could be like, hmm, point my finger. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. That was fun. That was a blast. Yay! I'm glad you had fun. You can tell I don't want to end because I'm just keep yapping. You know, we're just okay. yapper, 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 All right, yapper. well, we're signing out. We are getting ready to sign out because... I'm going to miss this episode. Aww. It was really good. I'll be going back to listen to that one. Yes, Story I can Story time, wait. Candace. <laughs> oh, 
I was my favorite Candace, storytime Candace. You can tell you get practice with your kids. I do. You can I tell. Candace, y'all, takes her kids to the library all the time. I and I love that about you. You know, we go to the library. I think, I guess, we can talk. So, in that we are a show about sort of, like, supporting local communities, mm-hmm. go support your local library. You your know. Your local museums, your zoos, whatever. I don't go to the zoo. Well, you don't go to the zoo, but I go to the zoo. I just, it scares me, because things look at me like they want to eat me every time I'm there. I'm serious. I'll go to the zoo with you one time, (laughs) but you have to promise me you'll protect me. I will protect you. I am telling you, they look at me like, hmm, he looks like the weakest link. (laughs) (laughs) But support your local events. Uh, like I took the, the library first. Put library that at the first. Top of your list. It's free. Libraries are magical. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you can find a downtown like the downtown library in mm-hmm. Tulsa, I don't know if it's still there. But my grandma and I used to hop on the super loop yep. on the bus yep. around the city and we go to the library and get books. And it was the funnest day. Yep. And then we'd stop and have like a Chinese yeah. buffet or whatever and then go home. It was so fun. Library is literally down the street from me. Yeah. It's like right there. You can get videos. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay for them. Yep, you can go there and just have a nice kind Listen of... Listen to us, you know, like... I know. I'm trying to remember the study. I heard a really cool study. I was listening to, like, um, NPR or something. And they were, like, something like... They did a poll or something, mm-hmm. and um, they had some statistic on what families like to do the most. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're going to be shocked. No, seriously, stay yeah. tuned. And, you know, they come back and it was the library. Yeah, because the library I was free. so happy. No, I was so happy. Yeah. I was like, I imagine them as these deserted places now because no. everyone has Kindles and whatever. And I'm no. like, man, Candace and them must be the only one in the library. No. That, That's so cool. Our library is the I one. I just remember loving is, going to the library. It's pretty packed. Yeah. It's because it, they have so many events that they do there. Yeah, so to many, bring people in. Yeah, and so... How fun is that? We went to the Science Museum today. Yeah. That was our adventure. I call it adventuring. I mean, That is adventuring. That's all so, But yeah, that was, you know, we, we, we celebrate local things. I yeah. think that's what we do. All the local stuffs. Yeah, and even if, you know, so even just go support your local shit, man. Yeah. They put a lot Bonnet. of hard work into it. Local artists. Local artists. Man, I'm telling y'all. <laughs> local it's a bands, struggle. local artists. It's a struggle, y'all. Small, you gotta help us out. Yeah, <laughs> indies. I mean, yeah, because... Don't ask your artist friends for free shit, either. They work hard on that stuff. No. I've had a couple of friends that did that, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to be friends with you anymore. You say, Are you talking about no. me? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, like, people... I have a friend that has money. Yeah. And we've been great friends forever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I want this one. Can you send me one of those? And I'm like, well, it's on the website. You can buy one. Yeah. I'll sign up for you or something. I don't know. I want it free. It left the worst taste. I still yeah. haven't talked to him about it because I can't. Yeah. I can't quite get there with my words where they're right. Not, whatever. I can cut some of this out. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, but I'm still just like, really? Yeah. God damn, you can't afford a $3 bumper sticker <laughs> for someone who has supported you throughout yeah. your entire fucking life. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's, if never question, class. yeah, never, and Have that kind class. of goes back to sort of like, mm-hmm. you. I hear people, and sometimes I try not to say anything, but I think people don't realize, like, when they're like, oh my God, like, it's so expensive, and it's like... Uh, 
there's a reason why. Like, they have to pay people. They have to, like, do these services Yeah, and you know how much money we get from that markup? Like, let's say you're doing, like, one of the websites that does your artwork. Yeah. The markup is huge. Mm -hmm. And you have to mark yours up gigantic if you want to make any kind of money, which I don't. Yeah. It's like, I sell items... But it's like, I get $5. Right. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, oh, it's, you know, it's a, it. yeah. yeah, it's a balance. You have to evaluate. You could do it if you, if you ordered a bunch of product, but where the hell do you store it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So Perfect. anyway, yeah, y'all support your local artists. I love Instagram for that. I'm going to mm-hmm. shout out to Instagram because I feel like I've gotten to know all these artists all over the world mm-hmm. and it's like as soon as I have some money yeah. I'm buying this print from you because <laughs> like yeah and that's the cool thing too you can rock a t-shirt or something that no one has yep you know so that's super fun too yes so not just your local it's fun to get out there and yeah find get out other there other weirdos independent and other weirdos other are, weirdos indeed yeah, love it let's step off love the it soapbox okay. here are we on a soapbox is that what we're doing I felt a little soapbox I there for a second I feel like maybe I'm having anger issues <laughs> okay then we need to wrap <laughs> this shit up then <laughs> Check us out. I've been doing yard work all day. Yes, okay, keep it, yes, do keep the it thing. busy. Do the I'm thing. doing all the things, all the things. So, check us out on all the social media bullshit: Instagram, Twitter at Nowhere USA Pod. We are also on the Facebook. Come check us out. Leave us a comment, like, subscribe to the podcast. We are on most podcastual uh, applications. <laughs> podcastual applications. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we sell t-shirts. We're find us over on Teespring. We have a couple. And we have a couple there. A sweatshirt. Working on some other shit. Jeff is doing. I'm that. still learning some stuff about yes. printing. We're gonna get so, some cool stuff. But they look stuff. good. They, they look, look good. good. I like them. And then oh yeah, Patreon. Check us out over on Patreon.com/slash/NowhereUSA. Lots of different tiers. If you want to join in and get on our super fucking awesome playlist, or if you just want a shout out or Give us fucking show Happy advice. birthday. Whatever. Do whatever. Check it out. We would love to have you help keep this uh, old rusty bucket going. Or if you know we're headed somewhere or you think we should head somewhere, definitely let us know. Yes, absolutely. We're yeah. in Illinois right now. I want to, we were, we've been in Southern Illinois. Half, this is a third episode. Yeah. Might be moving up north a little bit more. I think maybe i don't i don't know if we'll I'll, see yeah we'll see we i have know. a i have a couple show ideas you, yeah don't don't box yourself in no no i have a couple show ideas for, yeah, all right cool yeah yeah i want to stay in Illinois all i know is that one was fun you're welcome all right all, all right. right that was fun for me i had a really good time i hope you guys had fun as well yes yay I hope so but if you didn't i had fun <laughs> all that matters that's really <laughs> that is not all that matters but all that yeah. matters to me <laughs> it's not fucking boring for you <laughs> all right, all right. I'm done. All right. Ah. All right, Candace. I love you. I love your show. I love you and love your show. (laughs) Bye, guys. Stay weird, y'all. Stay weird. Bye.